Hello, hello. <clears throat> How's everybody doing out there? YDBT Daily coming at you Thursdays. We do for an hour and a half. We do talking shit Tuesdays at uh, 8 o'clock. We do YDBT Daily at Thursdays, 8 o'clock for an hour and a half. And then we do an hour and a half on Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Just to get you nice and started. Now, <clears throat> what I'm going to start doing probably is... Anytime there's a Cars and Coffee, which is once a month, I'm probably going to air that Sunday show at 8 o'clock at night. But since football is coming around, I don't really want to compete against football. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) So we'll see how all that goes. So today what I'm going to talk about is Ford was, you know, I'm blown away that every week or every day there's Ford news, like, and, and not so positive news. And a lot of people think I'm just bashing and I'm just reporting what is given to me and what is out there. So Ford is actually surprised that people are now buying more of the Power Boost F 150s than the Lightning versions. And that made their whole hierarchy go, wait a minute, maybe we should make more hybrids which we've been telling you you should have been doing from the get-go. Hybrid is the bridge until superconductors. Yes, you started hearing in the last day or two about this crazy new superconductor technology that has come about that's going to make everything ridiculous where the, the magnet positive negative can be controlled and it'll make everything just smoother like uh, computing, uh, processing, you name it. So that is, in my opinion hybrid is the bridge and it might make Ford rethink their electrification push. Now, they are mandated by the government, unfortunately, to stop production of certain vehicles or the amount of certain vehicles by a certain year and a certain amount or percentage of their vehicles are going to have to be electrified or run on batteries. But that doesn't include trucks. And I've always thought that was an interesting thing. And I seriously think that the Mustang is on the chopping block of ice like it's going to be gone and then they're going to do nothing but electric stuff charger and challenger have gotten the jump on the competition and so tesla's already been in it and i don't know what the hell chevy's going to do to pretend to bring a electric sports car to the market and again i think we're not there I think the E-Ray is the perfect bridge. I think the Ford F-150 Power Boost is the perfect bridge. But at the end of the day, I really don't think a lot of people are looking to mess with hybrid either because of the cost. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about a funny thing that happened to a dealership where the grid was not able to sustain chargers at a Ford dealership. And I'll let the guy explain why and that what the guy ended up doing to get around that issue. But before that, as always, we'd like to have Mr. Bill O'Reilly say hello. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. (laughs) Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. That's right, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. It absolutely sucks. So let's say hi to the sponsors of the channel. Two Auto Solutions, Rami Zaidan, Two Auto Solutions in Puerto Rico. Check out his new video, Taking Apart 10 r Transmission. His Spanish is so Puerto Rican. I love it. You got to listen to it. It's good shit. Race Motive has a race coming up. They're going to be up in Pocono, supposedly, pretty soon. Check them out. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. They're everywhere. Race Motive. Thanks for the shirts also for the giveaways. Dina Hat Performance, DinaHatPerformance.com, the online parts house of the show, period. If you want to buy anything online, go through DNA Hat Performance. Bartfarm, Bartfarm.com literally gave me everything I needed for the GT500. Finally got the pedals installed, got the system bled, ready to rock and roll. 
Kong Performance, KongPerformance.com. I installed the new Ram Air colder intake. Testing is to commence this weekend. Calum Transmission, CalumTransmission.com. PMAS, Nick James and PMAS going out with a hot chick and posting it on posting it on Facebook. And Ultimate Header, UltimateHeader.com, Ultimate Header on Instagram. The only headers you should be considering. Yes, they're not the cheapest, but they definitely are the best. Coming at you, I think I don't have my thing centered. There we go. I am nice and centered. Now, let's say hi to the people, and then we'll talk about it, show you some clips, and then we'll talk some shit for about an hour and a half. 2000 MCR, Cluster BM, Joe Swish, and Christian Duran says, we'll do it live. SK Jeff says, Gang Gang, Brian 03 Crowba, Douche Did It, Alfredo Diaz, Dustin Garrison, JD Swag again, SK Jeff, the two mods. Dwayne, uh, <clears throat> Dwayne Eldridge and Maki Mock, JD Swag, Glass Roof Coyote, Dwayne Eldridge again, EZR, Smoking, a ZX14, Matt2011, the other mod, Jared Wells, Dunn, Smoking again, Chris Jamison, Donnie DeVille, do you have a Cadillac? Donnie DeVille, Leon Phelps, Ian Oz, Wesley Stewart, 94GT Vert, Large Macchiato, Bryson Witt, Bryson Witt, received the clip today, put it in, I love you, and I'm going to give you a shout out on the next video, which will air tomorrow, Mendoza's Coyote, Venom Racing, Slow 99, Mr. Jimmy Jams, I haven't seen that dude in forever, after he picked up this hot blonde chick, he was dipping on the boys, Justin Martinez, the booty warrior, Kona Blue, Test 77, Test... Wait, Test 77, Test 22, hi. <laughs> Infamous, S550, JR knows. Jeff Batts is going to put the Corvette together again after he's done mountain biking all over the woods. Lex Luther, John, Nitrous, Bias Fly, All Things Booze, SK Jeff again. Tyler, The Wolf, Angel Puerto Rico, Millwright Garage, Alex Vallejo, Jimmy Jams again. David, Manuel, Ked, NMR, FTW, Omar Gordon, Kellen Stocks, Johnny Trans, Cornfed, Tenor 80, Mod Motor A, EZR, Kevin, 94GTV, bring your wood screws, says Sub, Vinny, Fashad, <clears throat> Jer, Josh, Matt, Justin, uh, Joe, EO, Jay Walker in the house, the Mr. Mr. Exotic Car Guy himself. Let's go right to the X app, Twitter, X, Xitter, what, I don't know what the hell you call it. If you are not following Car Dealership Guy on Twitter, you are missing out. Excellent content, excellent interviews. Now let's talk about what a Ford dealership in the Midwest did in order to get allocations of EVs at his lot. Take a listen, it's about a minute and a half. And frustrating for its dealer base. Uh, you know, if you've been a Ford dealer, might've had the store for generations. And you have, feel, I think for some dealers, I feel like Mr. Farley is trying to become Elon Musk, right? We're just gonna throw away the old business model and adopt EVs and, um, you know, splitting the company into three parts and him deciding to run the EV side you know, okay, if you're a guy that makes 100% of your income selling ICE vehicles, I'm not sure that makes you feel great. And when they said, hey, you know, you're going to have to invest, at one point it was a million seven per store to qualify to, to even get EVs shipped to your store. That's a significant burden for almost every Ford dealer because the average Ford store is pretty small. They sell maybe 500 new units a year. So to invest a million seven. How many EVs will you get? What will the margin get? Like the payback period is terrible. Uh, and yet still a lot of dealers are trying to do it. Like, and, and then mm -hmm. the math on this sometimes, it gets a little comical. For instance, we had a client in the upper Midwest uh, that called the city and said, hey, I want to put in these EV charging stations. Can you have enough capacity? They said, no, you don't have enough capacity and we can't bring you any capacity for just more, more electricity. They couldn't bring it to a store. So he bought the chargers from the Ford supplier. He installed them. He built a wall, a six foot wall uh, on two sides 
And then behind the wall, mm -hmm. he installed a diesel generator <laughs> that powered the EV charger. <laughs> Unbelievable. So in other words, a dealership wanted to be on the list to get EVs on his lot. So he went, bought the charges from Ford, the approved chargers, and because the city could not bring him enough electricity capacity in order for him to run his chargers, he installed a diesel generator behind a wall. That is craziness. Again, this story comes from car dealership guy. Give him a follow. He has a bunch of followers. This guy constantly posts car related stuff the trends the new toyota prices like you name it he's got a bunch of good stuff on x twitter whatever you want to call it nowadays and you will not miss out every day he posts three or four things that are prudent to the market and let's go over to ford realizing that people are buying actual hybrids ford realizes customers can't quit hybrids the road to electric vehicles may not be as smooth as we thought. Ford, along with major car makers, GM and Volkswagen, Mercedes, Volvo, plans. <clears throat> Ford, along with major automakers, GM and Volkswagen, Mercedes, and Volvo, plan to stop producing combustion engines and go all electric roughly in the next decade. But based on most recent sales, the transition could take even longer. Ford's quarterly profit report last week was solid, beating Wall Street expectations and raising its outlook for the full year. However, its success was built on traditional gas-powered trucks and SUVs, not its fleet of EVs, where adoption has been slower than expected, and it's not just Ford, though. In a recent study, Cox Automotive found that U.S. dealers have more than 92,000 EVs parked in stock, more than three times the inventory from a year ago. Nobody's buying EVs, bro. Even after cutting prices on its EV F-150 Lightning and Mustang Mach-E models, Ford EV division lost $1.08 last quarter. Not last year, last quarter. Sheesh. And the company expects a $4.5 billion loss for the year. In addition to strong sales from traditional vehicles, the surprise was the health of the hybrids. CEO Jim Farley said on the earnings call that he was frankly surprised to see how well hybrids were selling. More than 10% of F-150 customers bought the hybrid and a whopping 56% of the Maverick buyers did the same. Farley noted that the hybrids are attracting customers that like traditional engines, but crave the added electrical outlook capabilities for job sites and recreation. Toyota saw similar action with its quarterly global hybrid sales growing nearly 40% and a recent Kelly Blue Book survey found that car buyers today are twice as likely to consider hybrids over fully electric vehicles. We have been saying this on the show for over a year. The bridge is hybrid and I don't understand why anyone, especially Ford, is not listening to their customer base or they're listening to their the wrong focus group. So I thought it was a really funny article to actually see Ford riding the ship a little bit and said, oh, wow, our earnings are pretty good. Why is that? People are buying mostly traditional ICE vehicles, ICE meaning internal combustion engines. And Ford CEO Jim Farley is surprised, surprised that it was a hybrid that was out, that was being bought up more than the fully electric model. You know, the one that can go 300 miles while towing something on a full tank of gas and some uh, added capabilities because of the hybrid uh, motor or the hybrid system, as opposed to a fully electric truck that gets maybe 100 miles while towing a boat somewhere back and forth or towing a car, towing anything in the summer, in the winter, that's 80. And you have to wait 50 minutes to two hours to charge it depending on the output of the charger. 
And even with a Tesla charger, you're going to at least wait 45 minutes. So I thought it was interesting that they were surprised about that, which means they're living in a bubble. They're living in the Detroit bubble. Nothing happens outside that bubble. While everybody else was like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Of course, people would rather buy a hybrid. Not only does it have the benefits of EV stuff, small, but still there. Again, added uh, capabilities in terms of being able to plug in a welder, being able to plug in some 110 outlet and have it run some stuff substantially, but still have a five liter or EcoBoost uh, engine in it and so did the maverick the maverick hybrid model sold more than i guess they have a full ev model which was blowing my mind and you know what other thing is absolutely sitting on the lot that people apparently don't care about is the hybrid aviator for some reason the aviator hybrid no one cares about one it's too expensive so they're probably going to cut you a deal on it Two, it's probably not desirable. People would rather buy a Navigator for the kind of money that a hybrid aviator would be, and they'd rather just get a 3.5 Raptor spec EcoBoost on a Navigator than an aviator hybrid that costs not the same, but like it's not that far off, especially if you're buying a one or two year old model as opposed to brand new. So I was blown away that Ford was surprised by that, but I was even more blown away that a guy was willing to spend big money and set up the chargers to run off of a diesel generator because he wants to get EVs on his lot. When at the end of the day, I think that is a loser. You're going to see in about a year or two, nobody's buying these things. People are going to go, well, unless we're forced to buy them or the incentives are insanely high, you're not going to see sales dip. And you know how they're going to do it? You and I are going to flip the bill. That's right. Tax incentives. Tax breaks for buying electric is the only reason any of them sell. Take away the welfare system that is the, let's say, the, the, the tax voucher that you get for the, buying an ICE v, uh, EV vehicle. People would say, well, I'm not going to buy a $55,000 anything if I can buy a really nice Camry, a really nice, I don't know, uh, what's, a, what's a really nice, even, even believe it or not, Hyundai stuff. Hyundai stuff, you can get into really nice high-end Hyundai sedan commuting vehicles. Again, we're not talking performance. For similar price that you can get a base Tesla. Base Tesla Model Y, let's just say. So I think that was kind of funny to read. Farley was surprised that that was happening. Also, I received word today that the Mustang might go electric sooner than you all thought. Now, this is just 100% rumor. I have nothing to verify. I'm still working the back channels in order to verify this rumor. But supposedly, 2026 is the last year of Ice Mustang. Now, what would you do then? Because the F-150, I don't think, has the same regulations that a passenger vehicle would, believe it or not, I think the Ford F-150 is going to be your only option if you want V8 hot rod capabilities in a brand new Ford. Unless they go fully electric, but you saw that article said hybrid is the way to go. So I highly doubt Ford is all of a sudden going to electrify all of their F-150s. If it is their best selling vehicle, 100% they are not gonna electrify that vehicle and make a sudden shift into electrification when the Coyote stuff is selling and the hot rodders, that's gonna be their last stand. Unless you go old school, if you are gonna wanna buy a new up-to-date vehicle to 
modify on, the Ford trucks F-150s might be the last remaining vehicle made by Ford that you can modify and hot rod. Imagine if that happens. Imagine if Mustang goes electric sooner than later and you are left with F-150 stuff. Again, that might happen. But Charger, Challenger, they're getting a jump on the competition. So they'll have at least two years of electric, electric vehicles to tweak on before Mustang decides to do the same thing. And based on their current EV lineup, I don't really give Ford much of a chance if they maintain this kind of thought process when it comes to their Mustang lineup and they happen to electrify it. It has to perform either on par or better than what current Mustangs are running. So we'll see what ends up happening in the next three or four years. But guys, the rumor is three years, Mustang goes electric. That's a rumor. I have not verified it. So we'll see how all that goes. Let's uh, get some of the comments here. What do you think about F-150 being the last stand for uh, ICE performance Ford stuff? Uh, what do you think about a guy putting a diesel generator just to get EV stuff at his dealership? And what do you think? Why do you think Ford was surprised that people are opting in for the hybrid stuff as opposed to ice, I mean, 100% EV stuff. Um, Chris, keeping up with the Joneses, says, we just rolled out a new EV model with crazy manifold. Right, so you guys saw that late model restorations was retrofitting the new Mustang GT twin throttle body intake manifold on older Coyotes. And the funny thing is when I look at it, the opening after the throttle body looks about the same. So I think you're gonna have a similar flow because, let, let, okay, how much horsepower does a new GT make, 2024? How much horsepower does a 2023 Mach 1 make? I think it's like 10 horsepower difference. So you're telling me two cold airs, two throttle bodies, make only 10 more horsepower than a 110 millimeter cold air, 87 millimeter GT350 manifold equipped Mach 1. Why the hell would I bolt that manifold on my shit? Now, I can speculate as it what it's, what it's going to take for that to work. And it's 100% not tuning. It's not tuning. Somebody's going to have to invent a harness that splits the signal and makes the computer happy with the throttle bodies and the mass airflow sensors. It's not going to be a tuning thing. I, sorry, if you guys think a tuner is going to all of a sudden add a second throttle body table, you are sorely, sorely mistaken. I did this test with Jake back in the day because I wanted to do two throttle bodies on the GT500. The GT500 has a very uh, inherent issue when it comes to high boost. In high boost situations, when the throttle body is mounted on a blower, the resonance the blower creates starts to mess with the electric motor and it starts to shut the throttle. Not only is it fighting, is the blade fighting the air coming in, but the motor being wide open is now being messed with by the harmonics of a 20,000 RPM spinning blower over here and the motor starts to wig out and sometimes starts to shut and can't retain control. So I thought to myself, well, the stock motors on a stock throttle body that measures 85 millimeter, twin 85s is better than a single 168. And if they're more controllable, can we make it work? Well, Jake of Power by the Hour, who's very well, um, uh, versed in the electronics of throttle bodies. I said, let's do this. My ex-girlfriend had a 2013 Mustang stock, everything stock, cold air stock, everything let's bolt. Let's, let's wire in 
a second throttle body and we'll see if it works without any tune changes. And son of a bitch, it did. Except one would open slightly slower than the other, which was perfect. You don't want them both to open and shut at the same time. So we just hung it off to the side and let it sit there for a week. And I drove it all over the place, all over the place. One was sucking in air, the other one wasn't. The other one was just opening and closing on its own. And you know what? No fail safes, no issues. So that told me that the fix is a harness. That's all it is. So people like JMS, people like Nick James at PMAS, those are the guys that are eventually gonna figure out how to make a dual throttle body situation work. Dual cold airs, now you're gonna have to split the mass airflow signal and hope that they're similar. Because if you're getting a snorkel, a ram air effect on one cold air and a ram air effect on the second cold air on a MAF-based vehicle, remember guys, the new GT is speed density. It does have mass airflow, but we don't think that the mass airflow sensors have fueling control. We believe the new 24 GT and up has a, has a MAP with a P sensor at the back, and that is responsible for fueling control like the F-150. The two mass airflow sensors at the, at, the, at the cold air, to me, it's more of an airflow, and if it's beyond a certain threshold, and if there's tampering, if one is flowing more than the other, it'll throw a weird fail-safe or code for an imbalance in the airflow of the inlet. So I think it's going to have to be 100% mechanical. And when it comes to math fueling based vehicles, I think it's going to be really difficult if the, en the entry of both cold airs don't jive. So we'll see how all that goes. But don't look at your tuner to fix this. It's going to be JMS and other people to make harnesses for that to work, not a tuner. Uh, it'll be 2026. The new EV Mustang was built in, what does it say here? The new, and I'll be, it'll be just refreshed S550. It'll be 2026, a new EV Mustang will be introduced and it'll still be just a refreshed S550. Full-size pickups in general last stand for hot rodding since the EPA incentivizes them. You're right. F-150 are the hot rod standard in South Texas these days. Is it dual map? No, it is single map at the back of the manifold, dual map at the cold airs that are not controlling fueling. 486 and 24, 470 Mach 1. So you're telling me 16 horsepower. The new GT with a new motor, better rods, better pistons, better heads, better everything is 16 horsepower more. That doesn't tell me anything. That tells me, in my opinion, a, that, that's like a Cobra Jet. Like a Cobra Jet with a big, I don't know, twin 69 is probably going to make similar power of the stock setup. Again, guys, is it possible? Maybe. Is it gay? Absolutely. But I don't think it'll be something that the tuners are going to have to worry about. It's like, hey, make the, make the harness work. There's nothing in the 23 and under calibration that has anything to do with two throttle bodies or two cold airs. Uh, I think it's going to need a Y-pipe style cold air, which would make it a pain to fit. Nico Bellic says, hey, Nico Bellic, he is a uh, San Andreas. Hey, Alec, any experiences with P2135 throttle? Pedal position comes with related Gen 1 Coyote VMP Gen 2R. So let's Google this for him, P. Two, one, three, five. Throttle pedal position, AB voltage correlation. Ah, so what that is, in my opinion, Nico Bellic, is you bought a Gen 2 Coyote throttle body for a Gen 1 car. I think you have a Gen 2 Twin 69 for a Gen 1 car if you're getting the P2135. If it was P2112, I would say the throttle body's jacked up. But the fact that you, did you buy it used? 
or because the P2135 is a AB correlation issue, which tells me the TPS internal to the throttle body is incorrect for your generation vehicle. So P2135 sensor switch AB voltage correlation tells me that that is either a Gen 2 or a Gen 3 throttle body in a Gen 1 car, and that is the issue you're having. So maybe that's the cause. And that's a pure guess, but I've done this too long to, to know, and I think that's what it is. Imagine a factory hybrid F-150 with a Roush option, 700, 700 mile range with a warranty. It'll never happen. They have to read. See, the problem is the, the hybrid system that they use is not super advanced. It's what's in the aviator-ish, um, and they only offer in the 3.5 EcoBoost. I don't know why, and supposedly it's really heavy, and it doesn't get that much range, but I think it's there just to have crazy power output, crazy outlets, crazy things, like a worksite truck should be a hybrid truck. You know what I mean? Like a base-base EcoBoost with just hybrid systems, but the problem is the power boost. I think they offer it with the top tier trim, the limited, which makes no sense. If you're like trying to figure out the English language, you're like, wait, wait, the limited version has the most stuff? Yes. Right, why not just go map only? <clears throat> That's a very good question, Matt 2011 GT. Why would, and I talked about this on the previous stream, why would you need two mass airflow sensors measuring the weight the density and the temperature of the air coming into two cold airs when you have a MAP sensor, MAP, at the back. Why would you need two MAP sensors? And I said, if you go to my Is Ford Laying a Trap live stream, I talk about that on the whole stream. Has anyone dynoed the S650 yet? Sounds annoying to fit in the S50 because of the fuel box. Ugh. GTA 4, so, oh, sorry, I thought it was, it was San Andreas? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> Imagine spending that much horsepower to get unnoticeable horsepower gains and a geyser wild. Correct. Those horsepower gains that Ford is experiencing or telling you about is at the, behind the butthole, meaning at the engine. So let's say you get your Mach 1 and it makes 470, but that means it's like 435 wheel, wheel. And then you put twin cold airs, twin throttle bodies, somehow make it work and it makes 440. Really? Really? You, you thought that was worth it? Crazy. Alex actually got something wrong. I did? Okay. <clears throat> um, just got it used today. Yes, car was supposed to run perfectly. Got it from Transporter and it's missing, but that's the only code. I, honestly, I think it has the wrong throttle body based on that code. Y'all seen that town and country dealership selling some cab base? No, don't care. Or excuse me, I got the whole setup with the car. It already come done up. Then honestly, you have to do, that sucks. Because if they sold you a car that's not working, did you buy it from a private party or a dealer? If it's a dealer, hit up the dealer. But it sounds like to me they have a Gen 2 Twin 69 in there when it should have a Gen 1. Um, Kronvik president, uh, da, da, da. a guy at my job just bought a hybrid Maverick 42 miles a gallon city. Wow. Great Escape says, do you think with the supposed efforts and tampering measures with intakes, there's also stuff worked in the catalytic detection now causing problems when cats are gone? I talked about that on the show too. Great Escape. Just like in diesel, and I talked about nothing about diesel, diesel, diesel. When you do a DPF delete on a diesel, it will not run unless you tune it. Mustangs currently will run if you tune it. 
I'm sorry, Mustangs will clearly run if you remove the cats. If you remove the cats on any coyote-powered Mustang, it let it, hell, any coyote-powered, any Mustang, since the beginning of time, you take the cats out, it'll run fine. It'll run fine, no issue. But let's say the new one has twin maths and some kind of sensor that if you delete the cats and instead of getting PO420, PO430 codes in the car running fine, now it doesn't run. Now it phones home. Now Sync 4 goes, uh-oh, we have a code. Now it's in a system somewhere in the sky where the car has thrown PO420, PO430. Now you get an email or on the Ford, My, My Ford app, it says, your vehicle is experiencing uh, catalytic converter issues. We're going to schedule you to get looked at at your nearest dealership. And you're like, shit, I just, I just installed a set of long tube headers. Oh, well, guess what? This car's reporting back that you got a code and there's an issue and you're going to have to contact your dealership. Now, if you tune it and your tuner makes it run, they can actually be popped for tampering. Because as of now, because of the way Ford configures their current calibrations, 23 and under, you can run that bitch with a PO420, PO430 code and run a number and not have an issue. So... We'll see. We'll see. Again, this is pure speculation. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going to happen. But based on my, I don't know, just based on my, on my thought process, the way the EPA is coming down on things, why two math, why two maths and a speed density calibration, why two throttle bodies, and they said it's for emissions. If you look at the Savage Geese video, they're like, it's emissions, it's emissions, it's emissions. And I'm like, what do you mean emissions? What do you mean? So you're telling me that because it has two cold airs, it's better for emissions? Or is it better for emissions control and anti-tampering? Just go eight throttle bodies, right? A stack. Fuck it. I want my third GT to look like a very aggressive GT500. How hard is that to do? Cobra bite. Okay, so what you do is this. You take that 13 GT and you drive it to a dealership that has a 13 or 14 GT500 and you trade it in for a 13 or 14 GT500. Not too hard. Few appearances, mod, spoiler bumpers, <laughs> map sensors are breathalyzers for cars. Exactly. Car phones home, warranty voided. Imagine deleting the cats. The car drives away after the first startup, and you get a call from Ford asking why it doesn't have cats. If Ford is trying to be BMW, they'll go hybrid V8, then go full electric, just like the new M5 M8. I hope so. See, I hope that the sales of the power boost change the trajectory of the up-and-coming electrification push. And I have said since the beginning of time, a hybrid all-wheel drive Mustang would be sick. Then you can, now we're talking. You're going to make a hybrid Mustang. You're going to make it get good miles per gallon. Why not make it all-wheel drive? You guys saw that Ford patented an all-wheel drive system with a Coyote-based motor and a Mustang chassis. Let me, let me see if I can find that. Uh, Ford patents four-wheel drive Mustang. Let me see Mustang. Yeah, here we go. Car scoops a long time ago in 2019. Ford patents, uh, again, here we go. Here we go. Ford patents a V8 with two electric motors hybrid system is the new Mustang going all wheel drive. This is in 2019. Ford has an interesting new patent that could be destined for its number of its products, such as the high end F series pickup trucks, or more interestingly, the high performance Mustang with all wheel drive. This right here started to show up about a year ago just after, uh, two years ago where ford patented this 
basically a coyote motor a hybrid oh sorry uh, some kind of front wheel drive system underneath the coyote motor it looks like a nightmare to work on and a regular traditional style situation back here so maybe they said let's patent it in case shit goes sideways and in case shit goes sideways and we need a bridge from e from ice to ev this could be the bridge guys i would buy a new mustang that was all-wheel drive i would buy a new mustang if it was all-wheel drive and a v8 tomorrow tomorrow I, you're right the concept is great but i guarantee ford will f it up but let's say they have a 500 horsepower coyote hybrid all-wheel drive just add Catalyst to the end of LGBTQ and you're all set. M5, M8 have never been hybrid yet. 2025 M5 will be plug-in. Oh, so that guy's wrong. A hybrid GT 5.0 Mustang would have me interested in the S650. Um, not to bring the Mustang versus BMW topic again, but the new M3 just went eights. Okay, that's that's badass. That's badass, badass. Jimmy Jam says, when my parents worked at Ford, they said they were usually designing cars for 10-ish years in the future. I would bet that the couple Coupe EV Mustang is already testing. What if cat inefficiency codes are reported to the DMV based on VIN by dealers? <laughs> I don't know that they're, that they're that advanced yet. But the fact that the cars are so advanced now. Look, you guys are psycho. You guys actually download an application on your phone that allows you to monitor your vehicle's health. That allows you to start the vehicle because it's cold outside and it has this fancy sync system that lets you turn it on from your phone, you clown. And then... You don't like the government tracking where you're at. Like, it, I guarantee there's a guy out there that loves the convenience of his My, Pap, My Ford Pass app or whatever the hell it's called, but then hates the fact that Teslas are a thing because the government can shut them off. Well, you don't think the government can shove your, sh shut off your ICE vehicle? If it has fancy doohickeys, like stuff that has the ability to turn on via an app, you don't think that that means that there's an ability to turn it off via the same app? Stop it. Stop it. It's so crazy to me. Um, Ford doesn't have the brain to do 5.0 hybrid. Maybe the EcoBoost hybrid. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it'd have to make, make like high 400s. It would have to be like the E-Ray. And again, that's why I was excited about the E-Ray. And a lot of you guys probably think I'm stabbing you in the back because I have a ZR1 and then I said the E-Ray was badass. Meanwhile, Three years ago, I told you that the C8 will eventually be a better buy than the GT500. And all of a sudden, the Z06 NA is proving me right. On the street, that C8 Z06 will donkey stomp a GT500 light to light on a roll completely different. But light to light, a rear wheel drive, rear motor, C8 Z06 will donkey stomp a GT500 light to light. The C8 will do it, and it runs like an 11.4, 11.3, whereas the Z06 runs 10.7. So now Global B is out, and you're able to tune a C8 Z06. Give me that little 2650 or 2300 Magnuson in it, because I don't want to, you know, kill it. I want to make maybe 700 tops. A 700 horsepower C8. With little drag radio action, light to light, rear wheel drive, badass. Well, the E-Ray is that, but even better. It has a 200 horsepower front wheel drive electric motor. 
coupled with the high 400 horsepower V8 that it has, and it runs well into the 10s on the street every time. If Ford did something like that where it made a it had a 400 plus horsepower EcoBoost motor with a hybrid drive or some kind of electrified situation that made it all-wheel drive and made it run well into the 11s or 10s and eventually tuning would become available, you absolutely get that car. Come on, stop it. I'm so happy I got my Gen 2 PP. Hey, the remote start is our FOB. People actually use the app and said yes. The FOB is your remote start. But there are people I've seen start their F-350 trucks with the app. They're like, oh, run a vehicle health report app. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Oh, your tires are a little low in the front. Oh, it must be because it's cold outside. Start my vehicle. And it takes like an hour, but it'll start your vehicle. It'll actually unlock your vehicle too. So the same system that makes it super convenient for you to unlock, lock, check your tire pressure, and start your vehicle remotely via an app can turn it off and report shit back to people. It's so weird that people don't even realize that. Azora C8 twin turbo hybrid is gonna be nasty. I, I would have to make 450 horsepower on the motor like the C63 if it was a four banger hybrid. If Ford goes all wheel drive hybrid, it should have an option to make it rear wheel drive with the press of a button like BMW and Mercedes did since 2018. Sure, 700 horsepower CSE 06 will still get stomped by a tube only E50 M3 out of light. I agree. I agree. The the, the and BMWs lately have really done well with their new motor. I am not going to deny that. I was tell, I was showing Jake that yesterday. He's like, I'd buy an M3 if my house wasn't on a dirt road because I don't want just a dirty M3 all the time. But again, I'd probably still get a C8. I'd probably still get a C8. If the map sensors are measuring air intake and the map is measuring pressure, I wonder if they have pressure sensors in the exhaust to know if the cats are missing. Justin Martinez. Listen to you making sense. Look, the F-150, the F-150 has a map sensor. You can remove the cold air and run a throttle body wide open. No issue. Why didn't the new Ford adopt, the new Ford Mustang adopt that logic? Why did the new Ford Mustang GT include two map sensors on two cold airs with two throttle bodies and a map sensor. You don't think it has anything to do with emissions control? You think it has to do with power when it's only 16 more horsepower than the Mach 1? You think it has to do with power and not emissions control? Okay. Okay, we'll see. My biggest complaint in my Genesis was that there was no start on the FOB. Drove me nuts. Had to start from a paid app. That's why the G80 M3 and the M4 are killing it. All-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive on demand. Bro, what do you think about the hydrogen... Even Elon is making one, supposedly. I don't know. I don't know. Like, the, the latest news in tech that had me... Uh, the LK99 superconductor literally took up everything of my thought process. The LK99 is the ambient superconductor of the summer. Superconductor breakthrough findings replicated twice. So, super con Okay, do yourselves a favor. After the live stream, Google LK99. 99 superconductor that kind of took over every thought process i had today when it comes to technology the the hydrogen powered car the all this i i don't care i don't care hydrogen seems to be a great solution for light duty trucks i feel like a 20 gt500 looks better than a c8 though just my opinion um the 20 gt500 is a c is, is a gen 2 mustang 
2020 GT500 is a Gen 2 Mustang. You're telling me the 2020 GT500 looks better than a C8 Z06? Because that's a C8. I don't know. I mean, whatever. Could you see hybrid all-wheel drive V8s become the new muscle car, or do you think the EPA will kill it? Well, the EPA cares about one thing and one thing only, miles per gallon and emissions. So if the hybrid system is efficient enough and powerful enough so that the ICE motor in that same vehicle doesn't have to work that hard, I don't think the EPA will give a crap. If the EPA, the EPA is the fun police, but if you don't see the EPA touching Tesla, and there's nine-second Teslas and 10-second Model Ys and nine-second SUVs, which is pretty dangerous if you ask me. If some old lady has a Model X Plaid that's a nine-second capable five-plus-thousand-pound missile, EPA is like, well, we don't care because it meets our emission standards. As long as it meets the emission standards from whatever EPA uh, deemed to be acceptable, I don't think they care if they're going to kill it if it, make, if it gets 40 miles a gallon but it just so happens that wide open throttle to go, you know, 1090. Really, guy really bought a Corvette as a beater for an S550. Uh, a solid state battery is the big thing. Uh, that, that's, I think that technology is far away, unfortunately. I've talked about solid state batteries and the charging time for a solid state, solid state battery would be severely reduced. Like a solid state battery can charge like in, I don't know, five minutes, full charge. But the technology is not here yet. We don't know what in 10 years, what technology we're gonna have. We just don't know. The superconductor stuff can change everything because it is all magnetic stuff. It can literally make hoverboards a thing. It can literally make maglev trains go about 500 miles an hour. Like, like it, can, it can change and revolutionize transportation. If this LK99 superconductor is a thing, it can change computing quantum computing it can do a whole bunch of stuff so again we're talking as if today's technology is going to be remain static and there is a a certain law that that tells you the the amount of times per year that technology changes there is some kind of theory or law so in 10 years we're going to look back at us and so i can't believe alex thought a hybrid mustang would be a thing when now we can fart in its tailpipe and it has a thousand horsepower via superconducting fission ass fission oh just just shit just shit in the in the receptacle yeah oh what's that gonna do extra ten thousand horsepower like we don't we don't know so i'm talking about today's technology how can it be applied in the next year or two in 10 years, who the hell knows? Did you hear about the guy in Cali got done by the EPA and they told him to take his car back to the dealer? Get trapped. Yes, yes, yes. That's old. That's old news. Hey, you, you, Vraj, that's old news. I don't know how late your internet. Kular? You, Vraj Kular, where the hell are you from? Huh? baby. I'm from Oman. <laughs> Same shit. LK99 superconductor came from alien tech we found in the 40s. Prove me wrong. I can't prove you right. But element 115 is on the, on the charts. When Bob Lazar was talking about it in the 80s. And all of a sudden you look at the, uh, <laughs> the chart where the elements are. And you're like, oh my God. There's element 115. I thought Ford teamed up with Formula One as, as well as Porsche to make synthetic fuel for ICE vehicles. Moore's Law. Thank you very much. Moore's Law. 
So we're talking about today's technology in 2023 and what we want in about four years. When in maybe next year or the year after, Baby Farts McGee's axe might land and say he has space cash and he needs to hide out. Say, I'm running from the space police, right? I got a bunch of space cash in the ship, say. And he might change everything when it comes to technology. Who knows? Right, LK99 swap incoming. EPA likes Tesla because they have cams all over, including the interior, wirelessly connected by all the times feeding back data and can be completely remotely controlled and overridden at all times. AJ, your Ford Sync 4 vehicle can do that right now. Solid state batteries have failed us thus far. I, I agree. Your shifter is going to need Bud ID to put it in track mode. I'm sorry, sir. You want to do it in track mode? Yep. Sit on the shifter. Excuse me, what? Sit on the shifter. Uh, uh, I have stomach issues right now. So just sit on. You want sport mode? Sit on the shifter. Okay. MGW is going to have to make phallic shaped shifter handles to make sport mode active. <laughs> oh, he's still using Internet Explorer on his Metro PCS phone. Toyota and BMW and a few more have been saying hydrogen. But Toyota has been kind of proven wrong on that. Because the vast majority, okay, what is the biggest market that Toyota sells in? U.S. and China. And China, for whatever reason, is also pushing the electric vehicle crap. They have a Tesla Gigafactory in China. I think it's Giga Beijing or who the hell knows. So they EV is the future based on the consumer in those countries. And Toyota's going to have to pay attention to that. Alex, did you hear about the Asian guy with the seven and a half inch piston with his V6 way, way, way ahead of his time? Where is that? Where's six and a half inch pistons? Do I have six and a half inch piston? Too high power. We suck. Hey, Alex, did you hear about the guy who put seven and a half inch pistons on his thing? Hit him up. Astana, A, Stan, Indian. In yeah, here we go. Here he is. What do you have done? Seven and a half inch pistons in there. Intaker. Um, fucking combustions up to about 7.5 in there, ran about close to about 10 seconds. Well, not even close to 10 seconds, probably about 12 seconds flat. 12 seconds flat with a seven and a half inch pistol and an intaker. Sheesh. Could you imagine if he had two intakers? Solid state batteries and room temperature superconductor would be nice. Then again, so would cold fusion. <laughs> Turvey would enjoy Godzilla MGW phallic spec. Could you imagine? They can make a phallic shaped uh, wallet with a phallic shaped shifter to sit on so you can activate sport mode on your LK99 swap. You imagine if Turvey somehow LK99 swapped his new edge? That guy has dual intakers. Uh, China launched Haval EV running 0 to 16 under 4 seconds. All the ricer files would be good. Intaker, seven and a half inch pistons. <laughs> Vato man. <laughs> I saw that. Look up ricer files. Did you hear about the new six? <laughs> Shit. I love it. Gonna need element 115 and hot dog water fuel in the Coyote to compete with the uh, new LK99 cars. You know what Jay Walker would say? Oh, yeah. LK99 swap. What about an M5 killing the game with a tune and E50? How exactly do you get E50, by the way? How exactly do you get an E50 tune and then have a consistent E50 mix in your car, Jay Walker? Tell me how that works. Well, 
You got to become a goddamn chemist at the gas station to make sure your stupid ass BMW runs E50. Well, you don't want to run out of injector. So you got to get your lab coat out and your stupid goggles and go, it's got to be E50. Phallic shifters, fairly certain I've seen that in porn before. Turvy can maneuver that Toto onto any shifter. <laughs> Rookies, I run minimum four and a half inch intakers, but ID right. <laughs> oh, fuck. Could you imagine? LK99 swap cars, superconducting cold fusion cars, and, and then Jay Walker. Oh, yeah? What about an M8? <laughs> Every fucking time. I heard the M5 has a smaller intake, too, because we know the smaller the opening, the faster the air goes through the intaker. E50, E40 told them where to go. Damn. Good job, Anthony. Oh, man, I don't have that. I don't have E40. I don't have E40. I'm sorry. I don't have E40. <laughs> E50, guys, bringing beakers to the gas station. People pre-mix their fuels from barrels. Could you imagine you own a... Seventy to eighty thousand dollar luxury vehicle, and you gotta get fuel from a barrel. Barrel. Well, let me get the pump going on my eighty-five. Th now you smell like E eighty-five, and your really nice interior. That's why. That's why BMW guys are stupid. Stupid. They finance these cars for ten years, have a fifteen hundred dollar car payment, and they're out there mixing fuels. E fifty. You need to fill it with half E50 and half E50 and go E100. Just Google LK99. Looks pretty cool. I told you. That consumed my day of, of stuff. Ethanol content sensor knowing your fuel system can really hold E60 so you have headroom. Fuck that. I would rather have a CTS V3. Bellax. Front, back. Bat, 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 bat. Beadlocks for no reason. Arctic white, if they sell it in Arctic white or super duper white or whatever the fuck it is. Peanut butter guts with the Recaro insert. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, but I got an E50 MA tune. Let's go to the track where it's sticky, bitch. Uh, MA stew's got it. Shut the fuck up. It's not that hard. Four gallons of E85 and the rest tank of 93. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's not that hard. Just get some E75, E85. Okay. So, E75, right? So, you go to the gas station and you get E75. Well, what the hell is a 25%? Hot dog water, lips, and assholes. So, you have 25% lips and assholes rocking. Then you mix that with 93, which is E10. So that 10% is horse hooves and horse tails and a chicken gizzard. <laughs> and you're like, well, this e E50 tune's so sick. Fuck out of here, bro. If it comes in a barrel, it's going to be MS109 in a streetcar. But the port injection kit, Run 85. Oh, 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 shut the fuck up. <laughs> Run a port injection. How about you just get a Mustang ID 1000s blower, make a thousand? It's not the same, Alex. Maybe on the street you guys got something, but from a roll, I still fuck with Gen 2 Mustang or ZR1 shit or even a C8 with a blower. Sorry. Don't forget about those BMW pops and bangs, burble tunes. 
FJG says, oh, you're balling because you can afford barrels of fuel. You're Raj Kramafar. You're Raj Kramafar. Alex. Alex, do you remote cook? Hey, he's in Australia. Hey, I don't even, I don't know how to do an Australian accent. He says, Alex, you guys still tune cars for Australia? Yes, remotely. Oh, no, just in person. <laughs> We're going to fly out there. Yes, we tune cars in Australia all the time. Where's Bill Nye when you need him? Lips, hooves, and number two tattoos. Half Ignite, E50, half Porta Potty. <laughs> ah! Half Ignite, E90. Half Porta Potty. <laughs> oh, man, if I had something to give away. What a great comment. That's, that's BMW, guys. With your beaker having ass, you stupid lab coat having ass, goggle having ass. Stupid. The last 10% is Mo Strita. He <laughs> where's Mo Strita? Oh no! I don't have it. Oh, where's where's JJ the boss? JJ the boss, you know, he's out there talking about being Mo Strita. So you know what I'm saying. Now here in the South, we do it a bit different than you Yankees. Here, buy-in is showing me your dick. And depending on the size, girth, and veins <laughs> determines the run order. Winner gets my ass. <laughs> JJ the boss is Mo Strita. Are you man enough to run me, lineup pussy? I bet you won't race me without clothes on. Oh, he is nuts. This guy's nuts. <laughs> now looky here. These be them rules for the race. Number one, jump and I eat your ass. Number two, the chase is anal sex. And three, if you jump, we come in your booty hole. Who's in? <laughs> wow. JJ is so street. He doesn't take that bullshit. My goodness. Uh, porta potty, <laughs> right? He said it's that E85 on the pump. It's, I think, it's, I know it's hilarious. If you're running ethanol, either run E85 or something similar, or run flex. Otherwise, just run some octane booster and similar. No, E50 because you got headroom with E for the because you can run E60. Look, this E30, E50 stuff. I, I, I cringe at it. Like, when I see guys are like, Alice, can you make an E50 tune or E55 tune? I go, I don't really think I want to mess with just E85 or nothing. Like, I'm still weirded out by when I see a guy tune a, um, a Chevy and it's 93 octane and it made 790. And then I go, let's throw some E85 so let's, let's e in it. I'm like, uh-oh, why don't you drain the whole tank out and put E85 in it? And let the flex fuel do its thing. And let it learn 80%. And then you can have a delta from pump gas to E85. No, every single video I've seen, these motherfuckers do the same thing. Let's throw some E85 in it. Oh, that's 30%. And it made 10 more horse. And then, you know, oh, an E40. They're like, oh, it made another 20 horse on E40. Make it the fuck out of here, bro. Just drain that bitch and put E85 in it. Fuck. Never eating hot dogs again. JJ is the innovator of phallic shifters. BMW guys, make sure you get an up and down pump for their barrels instead of a rotary pump. Yes, <laughs> exactly. The kind of barrel BMW guys is the one you pump up and down, not the rotary style. Uh, just go down to the gas station in the ghetto down street from Alex's house. It's probably watered down E50 there. <laughs> I love it. Oh, fuck. Gonna have fools wanting tunes for two trompeta intakes and E85 that test E50. My E85 test E50. Thanks, dude. Just need 93 and some octane booster. But Alex, what if my E85 is reading E40? Then you can tell him when to go. Talking on my on my way to the stop. 
my second or third trip. Some Henny, some Swishers, and some Listerine strips. <laughs> some Listerine strips. C85 worth running on a bolt-on Gen 3 for a race? Okay. If you have a NA Mustang... <laughs> E60 and 40% potty would be fine. No, no, seriously. If you have E85 that tests 85% from the pump, I don't see a big difference between the, 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 the power level on pump E85 versus C85. NA. Like, it's not going to be like, whoa, I really feel those extra $70 that I spent on a drum of C85. No. Now, when you're making eight, nine, a thousand horsepower, oh yeah, I would rather you don't have 15% potty or hot dog water or lips and assholes than to have the other 15% be like MS-109 or race gas or C-16. You know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? Is this the reason Lund got rid of flex tuning? The reason Lund got rid of flex tuning is the following. So, like, how long does it take for it to learn? Just drive it. I was sitting at the gas station revving it for about an hour, and this thing only learned 60%. I swear to God, I totally drained out the gas, wait for it till it stalled, and then I went to the pump that said E85 on the pump. And it only learned 60%. What's wrong with my tune, Lund? I raced my buddy on 93, and then I switched to the flex tune, and I went faster. Can I have a flex ghost cam tune? We will never hear those questions again. Now, you want 85, you got to test it, verify it, drain the pump gas, put 85 in it, put the 85 tune, run away. Done. See ya. Sasso. Pal carajo. Vete. But no, those, those days are over. Now, Multitune has user-adjustable flex. What does that mean? Let's say you go to the pump and you pump E70. Well, you can go to the screen and toggle to 70, and now the car is not going to have to trim out that fuel. It's going to change the stoic point to 10.69 or something. Boop, 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 E70, it knows the math, boom, now you're trimming within 5%, car's chilling, you don't throw rich codes or lean codes or anything like that. That's called user-adjustable flex, but that's with the multi-two, it's like an extra $450. But you get ghost cam on the fly and a cut and rolling anti-lag and what if you have a turbo or a rolling rev limiter. Yeah, but remember, these stock turbo M3s are making 1,000. The stock turbo starts tapping out about 700. Single turbo guys run full 85 and low pressure return. Look, if I'm going to buy an M3 or 5, I don't want to run any quicker than a 10.0, right? Because that's when shit starts breaking. That's when you start, like, really ragging shit out. That's when it doesn't become fun anymore. It's not fun when you're breaking $70,000 car parts because even though the car depreciated in value once you drove off from the dealership, the, car, the parts didn't. The parts are still really expensive. If I'm going to buy a sedan, guys, it's going to be a V3. Not because of... I don't think it's better than an M3 or M5. No, no, not at all. I think, I think German engineering is superior, period. But it's an attitude. It's an attitude. You don't, you look at an M8 and you go, nice car. Guy's probably a homo, right? You look at an M3, you go, nice car. Probably sucked a dick or two in college. Look at an M5. Wow, nice car. He's still gay. <laughs> When you see 
a CTS V3 chopping like a motherfucker with Bellax drag radials, 20 inch skinnies with the Recaros and the peanut butter insert. And that motherfucker said, You don't go homo. You go, That's just pretty badass. Right? Yeah, that's just pretty badass. Right? Yes, the M5 is quicker, more refined, stops, turns, yes. Homo. V3, classy. Classy, badass. Maybe still gay, but at least that bitch is classy. Oof. Just get a track hawk. Oh, look at the black guy emoji. Just get the ZL1, Jason. ZL1, dog water from... <laughs> $100,000 cars, though, not as not a V3. A V3 I can get into for 60 Then just run a JV4 piggyback for 10 I've always thought the E50 or below BMW guys were beating this and that. If you're spending that money, why not commit and go full E85 with a little more? Wouldn't be that much more impressive. Right. 10-0? Like 10-0. You're done at 10-0. It's over at 10-0. So at a track... Me with a 150 shot and the Fox can gap a $75,000 car that has an E50 tune. I mean, I'm not that impressed. Like, if I'm a Fox body guy, and let, let, I'm not a Fox body guy per se, but let's say I'm a Fox guy and I'm poor, but I happen to have a big inch Windsor in the thing and a 150 shot. I'm not even going to look at an M50, uh, M50, <laughs> I'm thinking 50%, an M53 or whatever and even be scared of it. On the street, different. But where do these guys race? Mostly at the track or some roll shit. And from some roll shit, a 10-0 car is not that impressive. No offense. From a roll? From a roll. A 10-0 car is not that impressive. I mean, it's still a Fox body. Easy, Jay Walker. Them Fox bodies are in the 20 to 30 grand range right, right now. Easy, Jay Walker. Yes, it's, it's junk. I own one. It's junk. It'll still get. So your girlfriend or wife is going to go, how'd you lose to that junk? Well, you know, I only got I only got E I only got E forty right now. If I had E seventy, I don't have the headroom. If I need a JB four plug in my ass with a poor injection system and meth, I might be able to keep up with a box body. Stop! 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 Again, if I'm gonna get a V three, it's for an attitude, not for racing. But I can probably go nines. Not easier. It's more. It's more expensive. After speak. After seeing what Alec Bledsoe does to the cars that he fucks with that run in the nines, it needs a lot of work. Need, I'm not gonna lie. It needs a lot of work. But I'd rather do that. To me, it's a classier car. Big, stupid, loud. It's an attitude at that point. It's not. It's not a, a, a what's a better car situation. Uh, oh, that's a mortgage payment. Okay. I mean, again. M5 guys are not looked at as hot rodders and there is no class or respect. I'm not saying they're not fast. They're fast for what they are. But if you're capped at 10-0, are you really racing? No offense. If you're capped at 10-0 and then you really got to get after it to go any quicker than 10-0, you're going to be in a weird league where you're like not even schmedium. Like there's fast guys and 10 is not fast anymore because you can't beat a model as plaid. Like, you can't. Fully done up. JB4, all the shit. You probably can't beat a model as plaid. From a dig if it's running 940. How much do you have to do to a 
M5, M3 to beat a Model S Plaid or to run 940. Forget beat a Model S Plaid because it's highly subjective when if they use cheetah mode or the traction control, blah, 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 blah. But let's say, what's it take for an, a $75,000 M3 or M5 to go 940? Fuel system, right? Right, you need an aftermarket port injection, right? You need a cat delete or downpipe, whatever. You need tune. Are the axles good? Are the transmissions good? I don't know. But you're entering $100,000 territory. Same thing with the V3, I know. But again, the V3 is an attitude, not a competitor to the M3 or M5. I get it. M5 isn't considered a hot rod. The M3 and 4 is. They're running mid-9s with bolt-ons and a tune. Eight-second guys are doing single turbo swaps. Again, guys. Again, guys. We're, we're talking a $75,000 car. So if you're racing, that matters. Like that absolutely matters if you're racing. Because if you're buying a $75,000 car and you're putting 25 into it, and I love how you say bolt-ons, you can also bolt on turbos. <laughs> you're into the $100,000 range for an eight-second car, right? So my add a drag strip, right? It's all good. My Fairmont went 870 with a Coyote swap. So if it's about racing, I had probably $20,000 into the whole setup. I get it. It's the LS argument all over again. I understand it. But is it really that impressive? It's impressive that you can do it with a stock bottom end. Sure, absolutely. But I'm, I just, I, I'm, I'm not a BMW guy. Like, I don't look at that car and go badass. I go, okay, it has potential. But I don't look at it at an M M5 or M3 or M2 and go, oh, my God, that is so badass. No, I, I just don't. I'm just not that guy. What mods would you recommend for a 2019 Crew Cab 50 Want a fast daily. Put a Whipple on it. You want a fast daily. Put a Whipple on it and be done with it. Right? Like, like what do you want me to tell you? Cobra jet intake, headers, da-da-da-da-da? Or I could just tell you to gut the cats and put a Whipple on it and be done with it. And have a 10-second daily. You do that. <clears throat> so, so your car runs nines right now, Jay Walker? Your car's a 950 car? Because look, I only talk about shit I do. Not what others do. So, your car right now runs 950. Just saying. M3 and 4s are $100,000 plus new. Oh no, the M3 is like 73 or 77. The M3 is like 77 um, that I saw. It's still big, big money. The MGW Phallic spec is bolt on. <laughs> Cobra, Cobra owner ramp, please. I love those. Oh, you want me to just, what, what are you, requesting jokes? Uh, and that is on a 4.4 V8 that they used since 2015 F10, F, F10, and okay. Mustangs are way faster than BMWs. The BMWs are impressive with all-wheel drive, though, but let's be real. It's not a dragster like a Mustang. Correct. Again, we're talking, we're talking, runs nice. <laughs> he has a $75,000 car with bolt-ons and runs 9.7s. So, at a drag strip, your money matters. So, didn't you have a stick shift pro charge Mustang that went 9.9? So, which one's more impressive? A stick shift Mustang that went 9.9 or a $75,000 M3 with about $3,000 in mods. So, let's say an $80,000 M3 that runs a similar number. Look, at a drag strip, money matters. That's why, that's why Fox Body guys love or built not bought guys love being at the drag strip they love being lined up against these guys they love being lined up against an m3 that's modded and runs a nine and beating it that's why the model s plaid is like the biggest target at the track oh i want to race that but then when the model s plaid runs nine four 
ridiculously consistently, you're just like, I don't think I want to run that. But Fox Body or Camaro or Z01 or Mustang guys or whatever guys, or even F-150 guys, they love beating up on cars like that because they say, I have, I have $40,000 less in my vehicle because money does matter when it comes to racing, unfortunately. <clears throat> hey, uh, okay, whatever. Jared Wells, damn. Uh, if I put that much into my car, it would fly. That's when I was younger and not as fat. <laughs> I'm going to get kicked again for that. I got videos for a 2021 M4 competition. Who cares? Uh, give it to Turvey Peck. RPM Motorsport says, when BMWs line up at the drag strip, that's when I go buy my snacks. Exactly. Look, what are BMWs known for? Burble tunes. That's what you're known for. You're not known for performance. Mustang guys are known for crashing into crowds. I get it. But Gen 2 Mustang with boost, low nines, high eights. No problem. And... I can make, I can probably, I'm trying to make this the next video. Buy a Gen 2 Mustang, cap the budget at $50,000, run eights, and then sell it. That's that's what I'd love to do. But if it takes more than a year, it might kind of mess up my plans to get into a house. But the goal is eights in an S550, Gen 2, stock motor, maybe studs, but that's it. Studs in oil pump gears. And then... Stock bottom man, run that sucker, eight, eight ninety nine, and then sell it. Right, they're known for being asshole drivers and burbel tune guys. So, the culture of BMW is also not positive, right? They're known as shitty drivers, gay, know-it-alls. The car is quick, but for $75,000, I would, you know, if we're talking racing, the money versus... What you get out of it, it doesn't make sense to me. Have you driven a V3? I have not, Jason. Alex, be honest. Were you happy when you got released from jail? <laughs> F-150, Whipple, and Punch Cats stock headers or no? Um, In my opinion, if you do an F-150 Whipple and you have free-flowing exhaust, whether it be headers or not, it's the same. Jake from Power by the Hour made a 1,000 rear wheel horsepower with stock manifolds. Um, Yeah, not using their turn signals. Right, the culture of BMW is not positive. So why would I want to enter that culture? Regardless of how good they run. Regardless of how good they run, why haven't I entered that culture? Verbal Tunes is hitting on the other men. Right. If I had $50,000 in my car, stop it. Admiral Peck, if you had $50,000 in your two-valve, it'd be a 13-second car. Stop. I bought in a 17 GT with only 1,500 miles. Unpopular. Red-eye charger is more comfortable than a V3. But it is a pookie mobile and not one motherfucker is going to be sold. Not one motherfucker is going to get stolen. They got Timmy on the turn up in the blast on me. I don't want to buy a car that I constantly have to watch if it's going to get taken off the lot. Alex, as long as you live in a good neighborhood. Oh, thieves, wait till you go home to steal a car? No, you go to Publix, you go to the gym, you go anywhere. They are watching you. And if, if it's a really nice Charger or Challenger, they are following you. And the moment you go to the gym to work out, boom, your shit's gone because them shits are easy to steal. Stop, 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 stop. I think I hate hearing BMWs with a burble tune more than the drivability of a Coyote any gen with a Ghost Cam tune. <laughs> Damn, I'm late at the PBD with the tunes. <laughs> We all know that they're late, Caleb. It got stoled. I've seen Whipple Tune 22050 melt the cats and explode cylinder seven. Again, in my opinion, free flowing exhaust should be considered on all boosted applications because I don't know of any catalytic converter that can take up 
that he, even the aftermarket high flow stuff. Now, G-E-S-I, Gessie or Jesse or whatever the hell, how you pronounce it, G-E-S-I catalytic converters, I've personally tuned and seen them live a long time in 1,000 horsepower twin turbo application. So look them up if you want to run, but it's like a four inch cat. It's like this, it's stupid. Hellcats have been catching fire too. Said that wrong, Alex. Sorry about that, sir. Alex, got to have a goon squad if you're going to have a Pookie mobile. Right. You got to have some of the homies that got it on them. White guys like that is like, the homies that got it on them? Yeah, the homies that got it on them. I got it on me. What's that? He has a gun. V3s are badass. I love V3s. Look. I was talking to Alec Bledsoe. We catch up like once a week or once every other week. We check, catch up for about a half hour or so. Oh, geez. And he was telling me, you know, if I had a V3, I'd just put a pulley in it and chill out. I go, fuck that. We got to run nines. 10-0 or nines are good. 10-0 or nines are good on a V3. But it's got to chop. It's got to be dumb. It's got to be dumb. Stupid. Stupid. 10-0, 9-9, shiny. Whether it be, not black. Black is too hard to, 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 to keep clean in Florida. But white, silver, I don't know if they sell blue on those. I don't know if V3s are blue. But something that can, you know, really pop when it's clean, clean. Put a set of Bellax, because I know the guy, you know, I don't know him. I follow him on Instagram, but I bet, yo, how much for a set of Bellax for this V3? And it's got to be bitching. 20 by 5 fronts. I don't know the size in the back, but I'll tell them. I ask them what the popular sizes are, and just chop with Magnaflow, blow my asses, and just sit there at the light at the Duffy's and Rocco's Tacos intersection at Clematis. People getting a mouth full of E85, fifteen percent potty. I keep that motherfucking thing on me. Look up Pop Smoke. You got it on me, Alex. It's already a twelfth. Shut up. <laughs> Fucking Admiral Peck. So stock exhaust manifolds cut the cats out. I cannot tell you to cut federally mandated emissions equipments out of a car. Do you know what I am saying? I'm just about to add the second all-wheel drive Hellcat to my collection. However, I drive at least two hours away from Pookieville, not in Cali. Gas too high to steal a Hemi. I would suck. I would suck a golf ball through a garden hose for a V3. A while. Or dark gray would go hard. Exactly. They have blue. Franded RPM has a badass one. Yep. I do blue or white. Not black. Not black. Look. Let me stop. White White V3s. Uh, where would I look that up? Not inst Instagram. V3. Uh, I guess on Instagram because that's, that's the only place where you... You can find actual pictures of badass cars. Come on, internet. Let's go, internet. V3, V3 Cadillac. Let's see if we got some guy chopping like a motherfucker, spewing that, spewing that fucking E85 on people. Just, just making them sick. Nah, come on, man. Come on, give me that good stuff, bro. Ah, uh, CTS V3. So we got, uh, is it like a CTS V3 Nation? Some gay page? There we go, posts. Uh, let's go to posts. Dude. Post. Let's go. Oh my lord. Oh my lord. Oh Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Bro. Oh, look at that shit. Oh my god. Z28 Jr. Coño, papi. Mira. Oh! How? 
Stop it. Fuck your M3, M5. Fuck that. Oh, my Lord. Bro. Oh, we got a sound clip. Yo, better be chopping. Yo, this bitch better be chopping like a motherfucker. What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck you, bro? Chop. We need videos of them bitches chopping. Why are you in front of your car? Get out of the way, man. Stupid. Oh, come on, bro. Man, see, see what I mean? Nah, that shit's whack. We need that thing chopping like it's about to stall out, son. Damn, that's it. We don't got many posts. Bro, red. Ah, no, I don't like red. It's too, it's too, it's too shiny. It's too much bullshit. This is, this guy's bagged. Fuck him. Bro, nothing chops? Nothing he chops? Bro, look at that, bro. Come on. Oh, nice picture, bro. He uploaded that too. Go on I'm telling you, bro. It's got to chop. It's got to be like that. That, that thing badass. I don't give a fuck about an M3. Can't. Just sit in. Just sit in the Cadillac win. I don't care how fast it is. Just sit in the Cadillac win. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> uh, ooh, look who's stop it, Jay Walker. Stop it. You're not a young guy. You're not a young guy. Okay? You're not a young guy. I like how you're making fun of V3 owners, and you know that bitch wins just sitting there. A V3 sitting there chopping like a motherfucker wins. I don't give a fuck how fast your car is. Just drop it and leave a like and rewatch later. I want a fast daily, but can't afford a Wibble at the moment. Mopar guys are switching to V3s. Oh, no, stop it. Stop it. Uh, HTX V3 chop is crazy. I can see in that West Bronze V3. I know some Viper guys. They used to have these and sold them in less than a year. Both of them. Search chopped V3. I'm younger than you. Right. But I guarantee you don't live younger than me. I guarantee you're an old 40. I bet you. More than anything, you're an old-ass 40. No fucking way you're young. You, you drive a Beamer, bro. They're known for burble tunes, man. They're known for bur. It ain't a Porsche. By the way, your Beamer's not a Porsche, okay? Stop, stop thinking it's a Porsche. <laughs> hear me out. V3 Mustang. Let's see. Let, we got to hear some V3 chop. V3 chop. Let's see. Posts. Uh, V3 chop. Oh, it says shop. What a stupid chop, motherfucker. V3 camped. Oh, come on. V3 camped. V3 camped. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. I can't spell. I'm stupid, stupid. V3 camped. Uh, camped camo project V3 venom. Bro, camped V3. Here we go. Cam V3. No post. What the fuck? What? What a piece of junk. Let me just YouTube that shit. Fuck this. I hate Instagram. Instagram's stupid. Camped V3 Cadillac. Yeah. Oh wow, I can't spell Cadillac either. Uh here we go. Oh, this is uh this is a V2. No, I said V3, motherfucker, not a V2. What the fuck? I, V3! That was a V2 shit. I want a cam CT. There we go. Oh yeah, give me that. Why you put music, asshole? Why you put music, you stupid motherfucker? What the fuck? Putting rap music. What a fucking asshole. God damn it. Stupid ass. Fuck. Just, just play the car. We don't care about your stupid ass rap song. God damn it. Stupid. I'm still looking. D 
Demon Killer, shut up, Demon Killer. Cadillac ain't supposed to be that. It's supposed to be a gentleman's car. Cadillac's a gentleman's car. Need your bubble ass bitch ass too. <laughs> Cadillac's ETC quote. Oh my God, there's like no cam V3s. Everything's a V2. V2, 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 V2. These are all shit ass V2s. I don't care about V2s. Fuck that. V2s like the the the. Not my shit. Fuck it. Fuck V2s. Anyway, <clears throat> Pookie Life, my son's SN95 chops hard, but it's slow. Beamer guy's like showing up to Porsche meets, right? Hey guys, how you doing? I'm one of you, right? And the Porsche's like, bro, get out of here. I'm offended. I guess I'm a Beamer guy because of having an M2 and a hundred and an S1000 on our fridge. What the fuck are you talking about? Why do you take offense? And then you, and then you virtue signal like that you got more shit. Well, you know, Alex, I got an S1000 R and an M2. So maybe you are gay. You're like double gay. <laughs> on the highway next to a Porsche GT3, what a sound. My son's just in an American mother. Overlaying music on a cam chop vid is like punting an infant in public. Could you imagine you, your title says cammed V3 and it's like, <laughs> fuck bro, just the car. Just the car. Oh my God. I don't claim Jer. You're the same guy. Well, Alex, I'm a, I'm offended, and I'm a, and I'm a paid subscriber. I can't believe you made fun of the fact I have an S1000 R BMW. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. V2, V1 are broke boy caddies. I agree. Broke boy caddies are funny. Crew cap 5.0, Terry truck. Want a fast daily? Na. No, doesn't doesn't exist. Go away. I mean, 11s. Like if you're watching these guys that are telling you that their nine second car, nine second trucks are NA, and and they say, oh, daily driver, and that bitch is gutted, gutted, running nitro, and you believe that shit, I got a bridge to sell you, bro. I got a bridge to sell you. I'm gonna send a log in the morning before work. Yeah, okay, you got it. Hey, I can get that thing chopping, Jared, for sure. If you want that sucker to chop, is this in a V3 or V2? It's a V2, bro. What an asshole. What a complete asshole. Okay. What do you uh, oh my God. She wasn't ready. Uh, uh, gets rich doesn't mean someone gets poor. Yes. Okay, whatever. Uh, I want to see a Cadillac V Cam Cadillac C Let me let me actually type in the title. CTS V3. Cammed CTS V3. Picking up my Cammed CTS V reaction. No, I am not going to go through that. Heads Cam 16V. There we go. Oh, bro, yeah. look at that. The Texas boy, too. Look at this. It's pretty, pretty. Sheesh, we can end it here. We can end the video here because we're just looking at cars at this point. Okay, here's where most people re watched. Oh! Fuck your Beamer, bro. Oh! Let it come off a cold start. Let it come off a cold start. Stop. No M3 can, or M5 or M2 can hold a candle to what that car can do at idle. And again, I know it's probably not as fast. I don't care. It's about a fucking attitude and nothing can make an entrance like that car. And you're like, damn, what's that? 
and then you come in in your BMW. And everyone's like, what an asshole. That's why I don't fuck with BMW bullshit. That shit is badass. We'll see. I might get one. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. I'd have to trade in the v the ZR1. I don't think I um, I don't think I could. I can afford it. I just don't. I don't. I'd rather have a house. But goddamn it, the price here is stupid. Anyway, I couldn't justify having a V3, a ZR1, a GT500 <laughs> living living here. People be like, "Oh, you definitely sell drugs," and I'm like, "Ah, shit. I guess I can see how you would think that." All right, guys, I'm gonna get out of here. Um, thank you very much for hanging out with me. So. We talked about Ford potentially having a bridge to EV because they've started noticing that people are buying hybrid vehicles. Will that make them rethink their EV timeline and maybe offer more hybrid vehicles in the future? Potentially. We're also, we also talked about a Ford dealership that ended up installing EV chargers with a uh, diesel generator. And then we talked about M3, M5 stuff and basically look for choppy and uh, CTS V3s that literally make the world go round. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I got a bunch of stuff going on this weekend. I got cold air intake testing. I might get the GT500 running tomorrow or Saturday. We got to wire up the clutch switch and the reverse lockout. <clears throat> and the Fox body finally got the clutch fixed, so I might do some more 60 to 130 stuff with that or just wait till it cools down and get it to a track and see if I can run 10s NA and then talk to Mr. David Vassar. You remember David Vassar. Where's David Vassar? This is David Vassar. I am sick of y'all shit. That's right. I'm going to tell you right now. Y'all fucked up. Y'all fucked. fucked up. So hopefully me and Nitrous Outlook can uh, do some business and get a Nitrous kit on the car if everything pans out. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys on Sunday, 9.30 a.m. early so we can talk some shit. Video drops tomorrow with an update on the GT500. We're going to be uh, doing a video on the pedal, pedal assembly, the um, switching out the uh, master cylinder. The members already saw some of that video, but I'm going to add to it so that we can have at least a 10 to 15 minute video just updating you on the drive shaft. The drive shaft was installed. The exhaust was installed. Now I literally need clutch switch, coolant, and hopefully no leaks and I can get up and running and get the motor broken in. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys on Sunday, 930 a.m. See you later. Bye.